Hallelujah. Thanks to our God. What a beautiful song. Pastor Abel. Wow, I look so tall. Even though I'm short. I like the way this pulpit is set up this time. Amen. So how are you this evening, brethren? Please, uh, while you're listening to me, please continue me in prayer. Because uh, I'm still shaken right now. Uh, for I, know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I really thank God for this thorn of the flesh that I have. Because when I get to heaven, I will miss this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't go to work today because uh, of my uh, seizure. So because of Bosco, I cannot uh, do my job if I'm having seizure. But I usually go to work anyway, but uh, this time it's kind of different. So I really thank God for, for, uh, for my wife, for her um, uh, support and always uh, praying for me also. Okay, so anyway, uh, yung blessing ng asawa ko, uh, but hindi mo pa kasi tinuloy eh. Um, when my uh, daughter and my son-in-law came to our house, they gave us a gift, Christmas gift. Sabi ko, why is it so, er so early? And uh, yeah, sabi ko, and they gave us a picture of a baby. So I'm going to be a grandpa again. It's the greatest gift of Christmas, Raquel. Yeah, second one. So I told Alea, you're going to be ate. And what will we, we uh, rejoicing and she keeps making noise. I don't know what that noise is all about. Maybe she's rejoicing with us as well. And she keeps saying, Papa, Papa, or Mommy, Daddy. But I really thank God for, for that blessing. You know, I was, uh, uh, I have a tears of joy kanina. When they uh, uh, gave us the um, uh, the news, actually my wife uh, noticed it already, but she denies den she's denying it. I'm not pregnant, mommy. Why would I hide it to you if I'm pregnant? But they're not sure yet. That's why. So when they uh, went to the doctor a while ago, so they the the, ba the baby had a heartbeat, and it's thank God for that uh, you know blessing. Okay. All right, so anyway, before I start, okay, that's the continuation of my wife's blessing, okay? All right, so before I start, I have uh, two jokes here. I don't know if you're going to laugh or you're going to like it. Why did the football coach go to the bank? Huh? There you go, to get his quarterback, wow. What do you call a person without a body and a nose? Nobody knows. <laughs> but anyway, do you hear the news that the, uh, the FedEx and the UPS, they don't want to agree to merge together? Yeah, the FedEx and the UPS. Otherwise, they will change their name to FedUp. <laughs> Federal Express and UPS. Okay. Well, at least I made you smile tonight. Okay, 
So anyway, uh, <laughs> the title of my message tonight is uh, A Deeper Look at Gratitude. Okay, uh, when I was studying this, sabi ko, am I thankful to the Lord? Am I really, really thankful to the Lord? Okay, our text says in Psalms 106 verse 1, Praise ye the Lord, or give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father in heaven, Lord, we so grateful and thankful tonight that we can have this uh, prayer meeting and a Bible study, O oh Lord. And I pray, Father, Lord, that uh, you will really help us, Lord, to understand your word. And Lord, you know, sometimes there are things that we are so ungrateful that uh, we receive in our life. But Lord, in many ways, Lord, we so thankful that you have blessed us, Lord, even though we don't deserve it. Lord, once again, we come to your presence tonight uh, asking forgiveness from all our sins. Lord, may you cleanse our heart and our mind. And I thank you, Lord, for this uh, time that we can... Um, gather a group as a corporate lord to pray for one another and pray one another and i thank you for this ministry that you've given to us and thank you for for your love lord in jesus name we pray amen and amen so okay so the bible says that oh give thanks to the lord oh give thanks to the lord good thing hindi nyo patinanggal tong thanksgiving declaration Right? Okay, so I'm still on the target. Okay? I'm still on the target. So we all know, you know, for us as a Christian, as always, uh, Pastor Sam always says, that uh, a believer is uh, always a thanksgiving or a thanksgiving. You know, we could never run out of reason to be thankful for all of the Lord has done for us. Right? Even for the pains, even the song says, thank you for the pains, thank you for an answered prayer. You know, for all of this stuff, we thank the Lord. So the most important thing in our is our salvation. You know, last uh, Wednesday uh, was the Thanksgiving service. I was listening to, to, uh, to your um, um, uh, service because I wasn't here. Pastor Abel was like, give uh, thanks to the Lord, like for your salvation, and that is that that that. No prayer request. That's how become here up No prayer request. Always thankful. You know, I really thank God for my salvation because, diva. You know, if if not, if it's not for that, you know, we would not be here in this church. You know, the most important thing is our salvation. Okay, I um. <clears throat> I shared that to uh, my uh, group last uh, Friday. Like, you know, even though that there's nothing to be thankful, there is always one that we can be thankful for, our salvation. Because the Bible says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. So now that God, if God sees us to be good, maybe we're no longer to thank him. We're off the hook. But God sees us to be good? No. So give thanks to God. Give thanks to God in everything. Every breath we take is a gift from God. Amen. Amen. For most of us, especially for us who are getting uh, old, 
You know, every time you wake up, oh Lord, we thank you for another day. You know, um, you know, it's a it's a gift from God. Most of us, that's about two hundred thousand gift a day, over seven hundred million a year. So here, on Thanksgiving holiday or Christmas holiday, it's coming. About Thanksgiving one before Christmas, we have seven million reasons to be thankful. Imagine you can name them one by one, those seven million. <coughs> Excuse me. We, when we thank God <coughs> for his goodness, it reminds us of his love. So every year on November, my wife puts up our Christmas tree, early November. But this year, my daughter and my sister-in-law, Nelia, uh, put up their Christmas tree first before my wife, and they keep sending my wife up a picture, you know, I mean, uh, especially my daughter, she's so excited, you know, to, to have her own uh, Christmas tree at her house. You know, um, I, I told my wife, it's too soon, it's too soon, and I can't stop her because of the excitement, right? Even though I, I complain, it's too soon, I always, I get, I get the thing anyway. I get the Christmas tree on the top, I keep the decorations, you know, and give it to her. Otherwise, she will not um, leave me alone. Dad, mataasyon, I can take it. You know, anyway, yeah. Well, it's time. Well, it's time because the holidays is here. The holidays is here. It's time for celebration, family reunions. That's what I always want. Family reunions, all the parties, etc., and so on and so forth. You know, some of us here, the big company or small company, there will be a Christmas party coming on, right? I, I know that I know that because we will have a Christmas party tomorrow for our company. So, and of course, we will know that for many that holidays at, are a time of prevail with sadness. You know, I remember um, 1985. My father-in-law died December 24. See, if every time I think of December 24, I think of my my father my uh, grandfather i mean he died on december 24 christmas eve you know it they said that it times to refill with loneliness and anxiety but for those people trying to lose weight uh-huh here we go who's losing weight this is not the right time to do it you miss all a lot of foods and i miss you mga lechon yung mga Anyway, in fact, according to the National Institute of Health, Christmas is a time of year for people experience a high incident of depression. Is that true? Nah. One health, um, one survey reported that 45% reported, I mean, responded dreaded Christmas. They call it a dreaded Christmas because of all this loneliness, anxiety, sadness, but they don't think of all this uh, goodness that that is going, <coughs> excuse me, is going to happen. So I want to talk about how to have a deeper look at gratitude. Okay, how to get it jump the whole things before it all began. You know, things that you can specif specifically do that will bring you joy and happiness in Christmas celebration. There will be a lot of things. Okay, so. Pray for us. Our group will have our Christmas celebration on Saturday instead of Friday. 
okay and uh i don't know what's uh what's what's in there i believe uh um uh, the god's wonderful people group prepared a lot of things and by the way god wants you to have joy and happiness god wants you to have joy and happiness so there are more than 700 passages in the bible containing the word joy j-o-y happiness pleasure laughter gladness feasting and celebration that's the best part feasting and celebration you know god wants you to be happy there's nothing wrong wanting to be happy there's nothing wrong with that and by the way god himself is happy do you believe that god himself is is happy oh <clears throat> happy <coughs> excuse me talaga naman tong kapampangan na to masyadong malakas that surprises some people you know when you say oh god god is happy that surprises a lot of people they think of God being a perpetual bad in a bad mood always. You know, when we were in uh, old, uh, old faith, you see the picture of God, they don't smile. They're always sad, right? They're always sad. You know, uh, that's why it surprises a lot of people. You know, uh, that surprises some people. They think that God is always mad, you know? Uh, um, nothing can be farther more than the truth. In fact, Jesus said in John 15, 11, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you. So Jesus have a joy, you know, and that your joy might be full. So they will say, wait a minute, Jesus is happy? Jesus was happy back then? How many religion painting that you see Jesus is smiling? You know, in our old faith, right? No nothing he always looks a little down he looks like he needs to eat more rice you know to be happy right you know i don't know where this idea to paint jesus that way but jesus says himself if that my joy might remain in you that my joy might remain in you in another in another version i want you to be happy jesus says just as i am happy so some, someone says, the Bible says that, the, that he is a man of sorrow. He's a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. Well, that's completely true. Because as he bore the cross of our sins and he made his way on Calvary. In that, we certainly the case. But I think in general, Jesus would have a smile on his face. A twinkle on his eyes and a sensibility if that is not the case why would children be drawn to him you know do you think the kids will come to me if i give them like an evil look you know you know that that's why kids loves me because i always give them a, a smile you know I, they, I always tell them i'm superman come over me come over here my name is superman you know you know that's why the kids wanted to be around with jesus kids are pretty good judge of character right you know they were drawn to him so he was happy and he wants us to be happy as well i think some people view god he's angry you know or disinterested and they think he's angry with us but it's not that it's not the case so do you know did you know that when god sees you you know when god sees you effectively light his face effectively lights up 
You know, if God sees you, his face effectively lights up. What makes your face lights up? Okay, for the single woman, single man. All right, you know what I mean? You know, for us as a parent, maybe seeing our children come to our house, you know, it makes our face lights up. Or maybe when we see them walk out of the house. <laughs> I don't know the relationship, you know, uh, between you and your parents. You know, um, so <clears throat> maybe, uh, so what is your, so what do you think your face lights up? I think grandchildren would call, would, would do that, right? So I, I, just only me and Ate Josie are grandparents here. But on our viewers, how many grandparents are there? Okay, Sister Naomi, okay? Every time you see Malikot na apo, I mean, even though she's, he's Malikot and, and Sister, uh, no, no, you, you guys are happy, right? So, <clears throat> so if you're a grandparents, our face lights up when we know that they are coming over. You know, every time my daughter will come, I will call me, I will call my wife, Dad, a mom, can Alea sleep over? And, and we can say no. <laughs> and we don't want to say no because we miss her. It's a reward where our kids put us through, right? It's a reward for our kids puts up through. And now we can tell them it's their punishment too. We can tell them now you will see what likes what we had go through. You know, <laughs> but it's our joy as a grandparents. But you know, your face lights up when you see your grandchildren or grandchild. Our God's face lights up when he sees you, when he sees us. You know, God command, commanded the priest to pronounce a blessing on the people. And, and, and when the blessings flows. And in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 to 25, this is one of our memory verse. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and, and be gracious unto thee. So now, how can we have a thankful heart? How can we have a thankful heart? Okay, let's, make, let's go to the message. I have only three points, okay, to share with you. I only have three points. So if you want to have a happy Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, or happy holiday season, remember the reason. Remember the reason. Remember the reason for the season. Christmas is a celebration of the happiest message of all time. The Son of God came to our planet just to be born in a manger in Bethlehem, then to die on the cross of Calvary because of our sin then rise again from the dead. So he came to change the world. He came to change the world. He came to change our lives. And the angel said, <coughs> and the angel said to the shepherd, keeping watch over the flocks by night. Don't be afraid. I bring good tidings of great joy to all the earth. So, but a lot of people don't have this joy because they're expecting Christmas to bring the joy. Christmas cannot bring the joy. Christ can. Amen. Christ can. See, that's the difference, and it is important. It's not Mary. 
It's not the Messiah. It's not the present under the tree. It's the presence of God in our lives. So keep Christmas in your, in your life this Christmas, and you'll have a happy holiday. You know, uh, and then number two, spend time with loved ones. Spend time with loved ones. In other words, don't isolate yourself. Have you seen a person every time there's a gathering, a family gathering, you'll see this person like in one corner, and everybody is, you know, chit-chatting, you know, you know, when celebrating and stuff and the one person right there is like um i'm not i'm not into that you know put the headphone and then that you know it's sad isn't it it's sad so it says here not don't isolate yourself be with a family and be with friends there is interesting article on the topic of happiness and how to get it they determine some things to produce happiness including, it, it quotes here, marriage make people generally happier. Is that right? Marriage make people generally happier. A close family inoculate many against desperate according to the long-term results. So the conclusion here is families and friends provide the best antidote to unhappy people unhappiness so it, it depends of what kind of family are there right it depends what kind of family you have well we all have a weird member family yeah i agree we all have weird members in our family don't we i agree i am you know didn't it occur? Didn't you ever think that you are the weird one? You know, we all have a weird member family. Maybe your, your cousin will tell you, oh, he's my crazy cousin again, coming over. You know, you are the wacky cousin to someone. So we get together with our family that can be sometimes challenging. But sometimes we cannot get our family together. You know, um, even though we want them together in one place, but again, we cannot because of some, um, uh, we call this appointments and stuff like that. So I heard a couple, their children, you know, son and daughter moved out of the state. So they left their, their parents in, in, uh, in the house by themselves. So one day, the father called the son and say, son, I have some really badly news for you so the son says so the son says what is it dad um <clears throat> so um the father says me and your mom are divorcing so the son the son says dad no no don't do that don't do that i'll tell my sister wait for us we're coming for christmas we're coming home for holiday. So now the father hang up the phone. Said, okay, son, I'll wait for you. The father hang up the phone and start is happy and run to the room. Honey, the kids are coming home for Christmas. And they're paying their own airfare too. <laughs> Isn't that another way to 
bring your family together but don't say that you are getting divorced okay don't don't say that <laughs> don't do that at home okay so anyway so um <clears throat> so the the so these parents are very happy so christmas and they're praying for the own uh for uh christmas is is always important for us as a as a family so but one of course we all don't have a family to gather with okay we don't have a family to gather with so that's where friends comes in especially that's where the church comes in i always thank god for this church you know we will we will uh, this church always accommodate you know those people that don't have a family you know to gather with but they gather themselves here in the church because the church is your spiritual family and sometimes you can be closer to a fellow christians then you can even be a blood relative right we are blood relative and in a sense aren't we blood relative we are blood relative because we are bought by the blood of jesus christ and we bought when we brought into a family of god right and yet the trend among some christian is to go to church less not more that's so sad and we should be in the opposite pastor abel just gave us a message last sunday go to church you know it could be like a big bold word there go to church you know the reason for that is given to us in hebrews 10 25 this is his text for not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching i see the day approaching so the author of this book is encouraging us think of ways to motivate and love one another there are so many reasons to gather together in person for church you know um pastor max always encouraged me dito na kayo mag new year you know for for ano uh, for for a change sabi ko pastor malaki po ang family ko eh sabi ko we always gather as a family po eh oh, dito na kayo magpasko ayan salubungin natin ang pasko you know i always say no to pastor sam i mean pastor max talaga i think uh, one time i broke pastor max heart and he wants us to as a family to be here in the church you know there are many reasons to gather together in persons for church we gather together to receive something from god we gather together to give something to god and we gather together to encourage one another with our shared faith and values we gather together to bless one another we gather together to work together and we gather to pray together we just did right we just did a while ago before we we started this message it is so important there's so much power in corporate prayer more power than we just pray by ourselves in fact jesus said in matthew 18 20 okay you know this verse for where two or three are gathered together in my name there am i in the midst of them brother bobby always quote this verse every time he prays in this pulpit if we look at the book of acts when christ sits at the church what did they do you know what happened here because peter was arrested certainly you know he's gonna be put to death 
This is on the hill of execution of James like King Herod. In Acts 12, 1 says, Now about the time Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. So the church gathered together and they prayed constantly for the release of Peter. And what happened? And their prayer was answered. So there are more important things to be together in the church. And my last point here, be grateful for what you have. Amen. Amen. Be grateful for what you have. Psychologist says, quote, gratitude has a lot to do with life satisfaction. Talking and writing about what they are grateful for amplifies the happiness of an adult. So expert says, even in a small pleasure. So it's really important to remind yourself for all what God has done for you. It is very important. You know, maybe you are down tonight. Maybe you are down because something is missing your way. You know, you're down because there's a conflict here and there. Here's the challenge that there's okay. You know, it's okay to have a challenges in our life. And there will always be some conflict and challenges. Always. Can you just stop for a minute and just count your blessing? Count your blessing just even one by one. Two by two. If there's a lot of them, five by five or ten by ten. You know, I mean, you may be there with your wife or your husband or your children. You have a roof over your head. You know, you have a paycheck. You're waiting. Okay? You have a meal that you, you're going to have, you know, and uh, always in the table. You know, sometimes we get so sighted with the big stuff and we miss the little stuff and we are waiting for the big moment and we miss that we call in-between moments. In-between moments. And I think the in-between moments are some of the past. So the in-between moments, those little moments instead of the big thing that you're building up, to just enjoy that meal with your family. So I guess it's, it's okay, you know, every time you gather as a family on the table, you know, sometimes the dad will make a funny jokes, you know, but it's not funny for them. But if you laugh, write it down. You know, even though you don't laugh, oh, my dad was so corny, he tells this joke, da, da, da. And when your dad gets, oh, daddy, this is what you told us, you know. That, uh, so funny things that happens to you, write these things down and reflect back on those things. You know, give thanks to God. For the Christian, every day should be a thanksgiving minus the turkey. <laughs> is that right? So last Thanksgiving, we had our family came over. But the night before the Thanksgiving, okay, let me tell you. My reason why I'm not here. Let me just justify myself. <laughs> okay. The reason why we're not here during the church Thanksgiving prayer meeting, my daughter Raquel invited us together with her in-laws to have a Thanksgiving dinner in their place. Well, maybe you're saying, yeah, you're really trying to justify yourself, huh, Brother Robert? Okay. So on Thanksgiving Day dinner, we had it in my place with the family. You know, you know how big my family is, how crazy they are. 
know, my wife cooked two ham. Why ham? What had ha what the ham had got to do with the Thanksgiving? Why not turkey? Turkey with gravy. So what is ham got to do with Thanksgiving? But my brother-in-law, Carlos, cooked smoked turkey. And my sister, Nora, Arlene Ophel, and they bought a lot of food, you know, and stuff like that. And I asked my wife, why ham? Oh, because the kids like the ham, uh, which is true. After the, after the party, oh, I, I just saw the hams like it's all bones. It's all bones. I said, what happened to the hams? I told you, my wife says, what happened to the ham? So we love to eat, amen? I thank God I don't gain weight easily. <laughs> I always brag on that one. <laughs> You're so bragful, Brother Robert. With all of those food, my family and loved ones, we have to thank God for them. We have to thank God for them. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You know, sometimes Christians wonder, what's the will of God? I don't know what's the will of God for me. You know, okay, here's the will of God is start here. Give thanks. Give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Notice it doesn't say for something, give thanks. Sometimes it's easy to give thanks, isn't it? Sometimes it's easy to give thanks like a birth of a baby. Like a while ago, the surprise of my, my daughter. No, I really thank God, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> for that. You know, sometimes it's incredibly hard to give thanks. Such a death of a loved ones. Like I shared a while ago, <coughs> my grandfather died on Christmas Eve. That's the least thing we want to do is to give thanks. You know, why is it so hard to give thanks? <coughs> why is it so hard to give thanks? Malinis <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Why is it so hard to give thanks? Sabi ko nga, kasi makatilala muna ni, kaya hindi ako makapagpasalamat. You know, why should I give thanks to God? Because God is good all the time. You know, we should give thanks to God. <clears throat> you know, so, so give thanks unto the Lord for He is good, the Bible says. It doesn't say give thanks unto the Lord when you feel good. <laughs> it doesn't say that because sometimes you don't feel good right but we still give thanks give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever think of Job what happened to Job oh poor Job he had no idea about conversation in heaven about him you know he didn't know why the bottom dropped out of his life so this is the faithful servant of God. One day everything could go wrong and went wrong. And some more things went wrong. He lost his health. He lost his livelihood. He lost members of his own family. But yet, we read in Job chapter 1, verse 21, he said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed the name of the Lord. Amen. That's an amazing thing he did. We need to have a theology of thanksgiving. We need an 
attitude of gratitude. We need to make the choice to rejoice. Sometimes it's our choice too, you know. That's why we are not happy. <clears throat> and sometimes praising the Lord is a sacrifice. You know, when we come together for worship, one are not always in the mood for worship. <laughs> you realize that? You know, <laughs> am, I, am I right? You know, maybe one had a little disagreement with the spouse coming into the church or getting disagreement with the children. Come on, it's late. It's 10 o'clock already. You know, naglilid na ng singing si pastor. You know, and I don't want to miss that. And they will say, oh, it's always singing, mom. It's not preaching yet. You know, <laughs> you know probably <clears throat> you have a little cold or you have a problem, whether they, whatever they are. Or I don't feel like, you say, I don't feel like praising the Lord. But the Bible tells us to give the sacrifice of praise to the Lord. In Hebrews 15, 15 says, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to, to his name. So it's not just here in the heart <clears throat> we give thanks. It's verbally expressing it. God is saying, I want to hear it, the fruit of your lips. Say it. God wants to hear it. Thank you, Lord. God wants to hear it. I love you, Lord. <clears throat> a pastor asked one of his deacon to take his wife and bring it to, his, to him in front of him because the pastor heard that they're having an argument, the deacon and the wife. So he asked his deacon. So the deacon grabbed, did grab his wife angrily and brought him to his, pastors, to his pastor. The pastor asked his deacon, okay, tell her that you love her. And the deacon says, you mean actually to say it to her? That I love her? Yes, the pastor said. The deacon replied, I think she knows that already, pastor. I think she knows that because I provided for her. And the pastor said, no, she wants, she, she wants to hear it. You think is, is that enough, pastor? The deacon says, no, the pastor says, tell her that she is beautiful. Oh, Pastor, you're asking too much. The devil says, Pastor, you're asking too much. So I think she knows that she's beautiful. Man. And maybe not, the pastor says. Okay, when was the last time, man, you tell your wife that you love her and she's beautiful and to express your love to her? You don't want Pastor Sam coming to you force you like what he, what this thing you know <clears throat> to this to this deacon of this church you know when was the last time you say it when was the last time you show your <clears throat> your uh, gratitude of uh, thanksgiving to your wife or wife to your husband when was the last time you appreciated him okay so listen to this our God wants us to verbalize our praise to him. Why? Because God is insecure? No, not at all. God is not insecure. He, he just wants us to do this because he wants to hear, that, to hear it, because we are wired for it. 
we should worship the Lord and give thanks to the Lord and bring the glory to his name. Bring the glory to his name. The most too important moment in a person's life is when they were born, okay? And when they realize what they were born for. You know, so what, so maybe you're saying, so what I was born for? I don't know. I was born to be wild, Brother Robert. No, you are born to glorify God. You are born to glorify God. When I was 13 and growing up, you know, I'll keep thinking, what would I be when I grow up? You know, where, where, uh, where would I be? You know, I got saved when I was 13. Then I discovered, ah, this is why I was born for. I wonder a lot about when I trusted the Lord as my Lord and Savior, personal Savior, and asked him to come into my heart. I discovered I was born to glorify the Lord. You know, that's another thing I thank the Lord because I got saved. You know, otherwise, um, if I, maybe if I'm not saved, I would be like Brother uh, um, Deacon Glenn testified like maybe he's dead already because, you know, all these vices and stuff that we are putting in our body. You know, maybe I'm one of them. I, yeah, I told that to my wife. Maybe kung hindi ako nakarating dito sa America, and I'll say that I probably six feet under. <clears throat> you know, so if you want to have a happy holiday season, remember the three reasons. Remember the reason. Spend time with loved ones. Be grateful for what you have. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. <clears throat> yes, Lord, we are so grateful, we are so thankful that you keep reminding us, oh Lord, that you are the reason for the season. It's not the Santa Claus, it's not Mary, but you are the one, Lord, the reason that um, we are celebrating for. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for, for the gift of eternal life that you have given us. And Lord, there are nothing more that we can ask for because this is more than enough. You save us from all our sins. Lord, we thank you, Lord, uh, <clears throat> that we can continue, Lord, to praise you in spite of our condition, in spite of our pains, aches, problems, anything that's going on in our life. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for many blessings. And once again, I pray that uh, you will be with us as we continue to fellowship one another and as we depart from this place. May your troubling mercy be upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. amen.